You are listening to A Journey in American English. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode and a brand new year. So we hope that you all enjoyed your holidays and the New Year's with your friends and family, and we hope that this year has gotten off to a terrific start for you. And that's what we want to talk about in today's episode. In today's episode, Chris and I want to talk about what we did for Christmas, the New Year's, our New Year's resolutions, what are New Year's resolutions for those who don't know, and how we plan on making this year better than the previous one. So we all hope for the best and we all work towards the best. With that being said, without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Is it a Happy New Year? I'm not really sure. Um, it's, it, it's a something New Year. It, it feels like uh, 2019 was just a couple days ago, and I can't I can't believe that it's all, it's been almost two years now since since this all started. Um, what with the the virus, you know? Yeah. And, that and which even not be named. That. 2022 doesn't even look like I'm looking at the date on my monitor right now and it doesn't feel like a number that should be associated with the present I saw I saw a meme um, on Facebook today and it said that 2050 is closer than 19, uh, 1990 which is super scary for people who just turned 30 <laughs> which, <laughs> which is true so it's it's crazy. Uh... Yeah, it's um yeah, time goes by like super fast. We're hurtling through it. Yeah. Um I look forward to the future. I really do. Uh even though the present kind of scares me. But but I hope tomorrow will be better. I mean, that's all you can ever really hope for anyway is is for a better tomorrow. Yes. And hoping for a better t- <clears throat> excuse me, hoping for a better tomorrow is certainly easy when the weather has been like it has been lately. Yeah. Uh, so the weather here uh, has been terrible. <laughs> uh, we actually got ice today, which I was super surprised because for the most part, it's been super rainy, super wet. And uh, I almost slipped slipped and fell down because it was so slippery and uh, icy today. But yeah, what's That's the weather like? Here? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It could be a lot worse, though. Like, what's so, the weather like on your side? Locally, uh it's actually not that cold right now, but for most of this last week, it was in the negative Fahrenheit range. What, what's that in Celsius? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cold. Uh, yeah. Negative. Negative number. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's, I don't know if I've said this story before, but like when I first moved to Germany, like everything here is in Celsius. So when we got our oven, it the ovens only go to like 250. And I was like, wow, that's a terrible oven. It only goes to 250 degrees. What are you going to do with that? And I put it in there. I turned it up to 250. It's like, well, if it only goes to 250, then I'll turn it up. And I put my bread in the oven. And I came back like 10 minutes later. And it was like scorched. Because <laughs> it was 250 degrees of Celsius, which is like 400 something degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, hey, you just want to put a nice sear on your bread. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a little bit less, but it, it, 250 is pretty is is a is a normal temperature for an oven. Um, and I was super shocked. 
Uh, Celsius isn't, I think it's a lot easier than Fahrenheit. Um, but unfortunately, Americans are, I think the US is the only country that uses Fahrenheit. Does Canada use Fahrenheit? I don't think they do. Uh, I don't think they do. Maybe Australia uses Fahrenheit. I can't remember. Oh, we have to Google that later. But I'm too yeah. lazy to Google. But no, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force you to convert. Uh, I had to do that in high school. Did you have to do that in high school? Like learn the conversion. I had to do it in elementary school, but it was just a basic formula they had you plug things into. And yeah. I remember it being something stupid like like two point three five multiplied by like. Why are you not teaching us an easy conversion? I think there was division involved in ours. But yeah, we ha- I actually learned that in chemistry because we, we had learned like what's millimeters, centimeters, kilometers, um, grams. And we had to learn that the conversions for like Celsius and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was terrible. Well, once <laughs> so, you're in a science-based class like that, everything should be metric. Like Celsius is super easy because I like I, the way I tell it to my family is you just take a reference point. So in Celsius, water freezes at zero degrees and it, bo- it boils at a hundred. And your normal, I think body temperature is 39, 38, 37, something like that. I, I can't remember, but it's somewhere in like the, like the mid thirties or the upper thirties. And once you have like those three points, then it's really easy to figure out like what's hot and cold. So like a hot day for me is like 40 degrees Celsius. Like that's like, like, I think I'm dying. And a cold day is like five degrees Celsius. And anything below zero is like, like freaking insane. At least for me, I'm very sensitive though. I'm a flower. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's, that's like what it's like right now. And it's, yeah, there was a day. So yesterday was 50 degrees warmer than the day before here. Oh, wow. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, and that's and that's just the local. So I don't know if you've heard about two thirds of the country, give or take, had a massive winter storm come through. Yeah, I heard uh, about that. Roads yeah. are closed. Places are getting blizzards that aren't really equipped for it. So you know, I, I've spoken before how I work in the transportation industry. Mm. So I was working with a guy who was uh, carrying a load from Seattle, Washington, to Boise, Idaho, which is not that far of a trip, but that's a real mountainous area. Mm-hmm. He went through a mountain pass, then that mountain pass closed behind him, and then the mountain pass in front of him closed. So he was trapped oh, wow. there for like 36 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's that's like that's happening so many places. I was talking to a guy in Kentucky a few days ago. It's like, hey, we're gonna have to put this off a day. I can't see it's snowing so hard. That's crazy. No, I it hasn't. Be like, yeah, definitely. No, it's not that bad here. Um, I sometimes I wish it were, but um, yeah, you got to be careful what you wish for. But I'd like to have at least like a real winter. The winters here have been are very mild, unless you're like in the south, especially towards Switzerland and like the Alps. The weather here is, you know, it's it's pretty forgettable, in my opinion. But you don't you don't come to like northern Europe for the weather. So <laughs> you go to the South, for like you go to Italy and France for that. Like you don't go to the North, <laughs> like the best weather is always in the South. Like the further South you go, the better it gets. That's just like a, like a given, unless you unless you love cold weather, which I like mild weather. I'm a spring person, but there's, there's a certain charm to extremes. Like I kind of think it's cool going out like negative 20, negative 30 degree Fahrenheit weather. I also like above a hundred degree Fahrenheit weather. I just, oh God, no. 
I think I, I enjoy the novelty of extremes. Yeah, I mean, it's fun for a minute, but I, I don't want to like have like 120 degree weather for like three or four weeks. Um, anything longer than like two or three days is, uh, God forbid. But uh, I think it's that's the daily weather report or like the bi-weekly. Actually, I think it's a bi-weekly weather report. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 yeah was, I would it was say. a good one. Yeah. We had, so, to, we had to make up for some time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we're, in, you know, in the new year and... So we have to talk about New Year's resolutions. Um, I think it's an, it's we're obligated by law. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I was asking him what we should talk about today, and <laughs> he made it pretty clear. Like uh, we don't have a choice. Like I'm pretty sure we get our podcast license t- taken away if we don't do this. Yeah. Did you? So did you sign up for for the gym yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Although although I have a a friend I work with who used to play on a, he played hockey in college. He, when he was in college, he uh, studied like sports medicine and things like that. And mm. he played for a local hockey team we had here in Billings for a long time. And he's been meaning to get back into shape for a while. And he's like, oh, I just hate gyms. Like I have gone to gyms my whole life. I just hate it. I just want to get some workout stuff at home, maybe get a workout buddy. I'm like, Hey, I'll do it. Me, pick me, pick me. Yeah, so I want to go. Some I, point in the next week or two, we're gonna start getting on that. Oh, really? Okay. See, look, there you go. No, I. So I definitely want to do something for my my health. Um, I don't want to go to the gym though, for the simple fact that I'm really scared that they're gonna close them again because they've closed them three times already, and they're thinking about doing it again. And so you sign up for a gym membership that you can't even use because they close the gyms. So I paid for a membership, and they closed the gyms for six months, and I was still forced to pay. So I paid like 150 bucks for nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. That seems illegal. Yeah, it is. It is actually illegal. And you could have gone, I could have gone to court and got the money back. But honestly, uh, I, I really liked the guy and I liked the gym. So, and it was such a small amount because I was a student. Otherwise it would have been like, like triple that. And then I probably would have, oh. yeah, I would have made a fuss, but it was a really, it was a good deal because uh, I was a student at the time. So I didn't really complain, but I, Technically, I could have, and a lot of people did, not at like that guy's gym, but like at like bigger chains, you know, stuff like Planet Fitness. I mean, we don't have that here, but we have like the equivalent. Um, I think the equivalent here would be, I think it's called Red Fitness, something like that, something with fitness in the name or McFit. I'm not, I'm not exactly, I think that's one too. McFit. Like you could, yeah, yeah, I think, that, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the name. Yeah, it is. It's McFit. Yeah, so they have a McFit here. It has nothing to do with McDonald's. Um, I can't just... get that imagery out of my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. So I was I was I had to double check. But yeah, so like Red Fitness and McFit are like the two biggest chains in uh, in Germany, um, and they got they were sued by a lot of people because they were they were forcing people to pay for membership fees during the lockdowns. But no, I'm gonna do my. I'm going to try and do like Apple fitness because Apple has their own like fitness program now Like you can sign up for it. So I'm going to try that and see how that works out um, and do it at home. That should be good. Uh, I know I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Getting a foldable exercise bike is <clears throat> easy mode. Yeah. You we a program have... you can do, you just plop yourself in front of a TV or whatever, and you just go for three hours. Yeah, we have one of those. I mean, it, I, I kind of got bored of it <laughs> after a while. Have you seen those Peloton commercials? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, but those things are super expensive, like mad expensive. 
Um, there's no way I would buy that. Yeah, now, the one we have here. Um, oh, you got one. A, it's a. It, it's not a Peloton. It's like a cheap co- one we got at Costco, a folding bike. Uh, okay. And it it does like change its intensity and things like that um, with the program, but it's like the cheapest possible version of that. But mm. it it works. No, no. So I think my so my New Year's resolution, and I'm we've been doing it for a couple of weeks, is we're trying to eat less meat. My wife and I. So we've been quote unquote, I guess, vegetarians for like about like ten days now, maybe. Um, but I wouldn't really say the word vegetarian because it sounds kind of strong. But we've definitely like eaten like almost like no meat. And usually people do New Year's resolutions to for like the whole year. But I think that's too much. So our goal is, I think, a lot more humble. We just want to try at least for like a month. <laughs> And if we if we stay at it for a month, then uh, then we'll be happy. So that that's our big goal for at least for January, um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And, and I think year long resolutions are ridiculous. In, in general, it seems to always be like a New Year's resolution should be just I'm going to make an effort to trend in this direction. Yeah, yeah. I I saw I saw an article or read a study. I think like forty eight percent of all news year resolutions fail. Oh, it's. I think it's way higher than that. I, yeah, I, I think, think it's it, closer to 80, 90%. Really? I don't I think that's being too generous. I, I think at least at the bare minimum, it's half. But people have such like, such like huge goals. Like I want to lose 80 pounds this year, which is like, there, there's no way you're going to lose 80 pounds in one year. Um, unless you weigh like 600, then maybe. <laughs> I, you, you know, I think I did something. I think I did, actually did pull something close to that off because I did lose about 80 pounds. I went from like, you know, mid 200s to, you know, mid 100s. But that was also during COVID when I didn't have a job. And basically the only thing I did for like a year was work out and eat right. Was that a but was that a resolution though? Was that a New Year's resolution? No, it See, wasn't. I'm just I'm just saying it's possible. That's different though. That's different. I think that's it's possible, but that's different because I think if you make a New Year's resolution, you feel like you're obligated to complete that, and it puts so much pressure on you that you end up failing. That, yeah, it's definitely a mental thing. It's yeah, hard. It's, yeah, that's that's something. Now it's definitely. You're, I mean, you can definitely lose eighty pounds a year, but that really depends on like what your weight is, but. Um, but yeah, or like, I don't know, I want to find like the love of my life or something this year, or find Mr. Right or Mrs. Right or, or whatever. Um, like See, I are... feel like that's reasonable. Cause that, that just means I need to make an effort to go meet people and express an interest in people romantically. Like that's an attainable goal to, you know, shoot for. I, if, if you're not using like dating apps, maybe. Like I've never been on any dating apps. Like, why would I? But <laughs> like, well, before, like, before I moved to Germany, there weren't like even any dating apps at all. So, like, I think Tinder's only been around since like 2014, 2013. And uh, I think people have to learn how to put themselves out there. You know what I mean? Yep, you gotta be willing to take the risk of failing. Yeah, and most people. It's don't. hard. Yeah, it's super hard. I'm one to talk. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Like it's super hard for me too, but um, yeah, you, you really, you really got to try. And most people are really stuck on like Instagram and like Facebook. That was one of my 
end of the year resolutions was to spend less time on my phone, which I have done. And I did it by like deleting apps. <laughs> that really helped. So like I deleted Facebook, I, del- I deleted Reddit, I deleted YouTube. Um, I have Instagram, but I don't actually use it. I only use it to support people. So I have like a, a Japanese friend who loves posting stuff about English. So I like, I like her stuff, you know, just to motivate her. But, but, that, but that's about it. So That's probably amazing for your mental health too. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, once you start scrolling on Instagram, you never stop. And so <laughs> it's like TikTok. I had that for a minute and then I deleted it. I, I'm glad I've never been on either. No, so like social media detox, I think will probably be a New Year's resolution for a lot of people, which it should be. Um, a digital detox is probably not even possible. Um, I, I don't know what you would do if you didn't have anything digital. Um, yeah, I, like like for me, I sit in front of, you know, like I work at a computer all day. I have to have my email open all the yeah. time because stuff is happening all the time and I need to, I need to see it respond. But there, um, I guess you can, I've talked about a couple of my goals. So like what other goals do you have for this year? So <clears throat> I, I swear I didn't try to do this as a new year's resolution. It's just, huh? it was the convenient timing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was talking about how I kind of went on that, uh, that spree. I lost like 80 pounds, got in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, through a mix of you know getting like a stressful job and I, I did hurt my wrist like three years ago that still bothers me off and on so I can't work out the way I want to I've definitely gained some of it back and I'm not in as good of a shape as I'd like to be and I wanted to start eating right and exercising more and just you know meal prepping and you know being real disciplined again but I would go over to like Thanksgiving or family functions and they're like hey so-and-so made 30 holiday cookies here you go and i'm like i i there's no way i can reasonably make another push on that Mm -hmm. until until the start of the new year just because i won't succeed and i I don't even think of it as a new year's resolution because it's more like i i don't know it's somehow in my mind it's different and it's just a decision i've made it's not I'm forcing myself to do this. It's not like I'm trying to make myself do something I don't want to do. I'm making the decision to do this. This is my new reality and it's fine. I've done it before. I can do it again. Mm. The end. I, I don't like it. I think it's easier to do in your mind that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I try to start before the new year. So I try to, to like mentally prepare myself in December and I tried to attempt uh, like a couple of things and see like, hey, do you want to do this in the new year or not? Um, but I think you should like use it. I think it's like, like as a trend. I don't think it's something that you have to religiously stick to for like the whole year. Um, because oh, no, and that's dangerous. I think so too. And anyway, like by the latest, I think like around like maybe April or March, you'll have already forgotten your new year's resolution anyway. So yeah like say for for your uh uh goal of trying to you know eat vegetarian for a month what do you do like say you're you're out somewhere and for some reason you're stuck and you're not going anywhere for a while and there's food there and it's a ham sandwich that's it like you're either going to eat this ham sandwich or you're going to eat nothing today so you eat that ham sandwich and then depending on how strict you're thinking in your mind you're like well i failed so i guess it's over 
like yeah that's, that's if you have that mentality it all falls apart but if you have like i'm just trying to do this trying to be better on it you accept you're gonna eat that ham sandwich today and then tomorrow you you know you you'd be better yeah that yeah that's pretty much true yeah they have this thing called like flexitarian so i don't know where you in the week you don't eat like meat and but on the weekend you can or you do or like there there are so many different terms it's, it's obnoxious honestly i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna bore everyone with them but i think that's the direction that she and i are going which is more of like the flexitarian route um but definitely like less meat like i really because like, it's just it's it's crazy how cheap meat is here and how much you eat um uh, like I was, I, we went to the supermarket the other day and I was going to get like some, like some spreads for like bread. Cause we had a lot of bread. And like, I went to the shelf where like, we usually buy that and it was all meat. Like there was nothing, there was no like cheese or like, uh, like jam. It was all meat. <laughs> Wait, meat spreads. Yeah. Or like cold cuts. Yeah. Yeah. You can, have, they have meat spreads here too. They have both of them. Um, uh. yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. A lot of people find it to be very unappetizing to say the least <laughs> yeah so i'm not gonna lie picturing it it doesn't look great no it's definitely actually it's terrific <laughs> and uh it's um it's not like it's not like ground beef or anything that you put like on your bread but uh, they do have like meat spreads or they'll have like pureed like chicken um or stuff like that where you can like spread it out onto onto toast or whatnot and it's actually very delicious um i mean it's already been like cooked and pasteurized it's just put it in a form that's spreadable that's all so uh it's it's completely healthy in with respect to like eating meat at least whether or not eating meat is healthy is a different story but yeah and yeah germans love eating meat like i think they're like the biggest meat eaters up there with i think like the english maybe uh but don't quote me on that. I, I could be wrong. <laughs> really? I, I would think the U.S. is topping that list. Well, yeah, but the U.S. isn't in Europe, so. <laughs> oh, well. I wasn't including the U.S. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. I was like, it's hard to beat us at consumption of anything. Uh, that's true. Like, um, Germans consume a lot, but I don't think anyone tops the U.S. in terms of, like, consumption in, like, in any category, not even, like, food, like, in general. I think the U.S., well, maybe China, but I don't know a lot about China to actually say that with any certainty. But yeah, so. So I, I do want to ask, though, sure. uh, a couple things on uh -huh. your resolution so far. Are you trying to eat mostly like grains and vegetables or because yeah. I've known people and people have talked about this. It's really easy to eat a very unhealthy vegetarian diet like mac and cheese and stuff like that. Huh. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of experimenting. Like, so we went on to like various websites and picked out some vegetarian friendly recipes. And we've been trying to like work out like what our macronutrients and micronutrients are because you lose a lot of those when you're not eating like meat products. So we're trying to like make a balance. But I mean, like I said, we've only been doing it for a week, so I wouldn't claim to be like an expert or an authority on anything. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely fun um, not eating meat, honestly. And even though you don't really get like the sense of satisfaction, because when you eat a lot of meat, you get fuller faster, um, but you don't really stay full for very long. 
Whereas when you eat stuff like bread, rice, uh, pasta, grains, um, anything that has like a lot of carbs or is very um, fluffy, I would say, or like crackers, it really, it keeps you full for very long. So, but what we do, we do eat meat and, or not eat meat. We do eat, <laughs> obviously not meat, but we do eat like cheese and like eggs. So, and some vegetarians don't. Um, and right. some, I, I think that's a good place to be though. And you can get your animal protein from eggs. Yeah. Some people thought like replacing eggs and cheese with, or like dairy products really with like fish. Um, so you could be a vegetarian that eats fish. Pescatarian? Uh, yeah, I guess you would. Yeah, basically, basically a pescatarian. Um, but like only eating, only eating fish is also not good because depending on where the fish comes from, they could be high in mercury. And you would take, you would uh, intake all of that. And that's not obviously not very healthy, you know? Yeah. Haven't there been, uh, hasn't there been progress in recent years on mercury and fish? Uh, yeah. Like, like they've been working on it, but that's a huge problem, especially for women who are pregnant. So women who are pregnant are more or less advised not to eat fish for that exact reason. Now there there's fish that's factory farmed. And that might not actually have any mercury, but fish that like has been captured in the wild might actually have a lot of mercury or fish that you get from like lakes because lakes tend to be very high in mercury um, because they're, they're more of a closed system, whereas opposed to like oceans that are a bit more open. So but like I said, I don't want anyone quoting me because <laughs> I'm still learning myself, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify ourselves as like a vegetarian. Um, at least not in like the strict sense, like, cause like, oh, I've been a vegetarian for like 10 years. Like we're trying it out. We're having fun with it. We're seeing what works and what doesn't. And maybe we'll stick to it. Maybe we won't, but we're not like marrying ourselves to, to like being vegetarians forever, you know? Right. Like, and, so. and I feel like no matter what, you're probably going to come out on the other side of that, like uh, with a better understanding of a lot of things. And you know. yeah, definitely. Cause it really makes you think about like what you can eat. Because once you like take meat out of the equation, it's really hard to find food. <laughs> like you really have to think about it. Um, you know, like you can't do anything with chicken. You can't do anything with beef. You can't do anything with fish. And that takes out like a lot of dishes because she and I love to eat fish, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not really a big meat, I, meat eater anyway. I wish so. I could get more fish. It's, it feels like everyone in my life just doesn't like fish that much. I love fish. <laughs> yes me too it's amazing and i don't know why people have a problem with it and it's cheap and it's it's just great the i, I guess the last point about i don't want to talk about food the whole time is uh, shrimp shrimp is also really good like that's not that's not fish though that's seafood i'm more like i could really do like a mediterranean diet because that's super high in uh like like uh like fish or uh, seafood but yeah isn't that but, supposed to be really good for you? Yeah, supposedly, especially because like the, the amino acids and like the, the, the good fat. So like, especially within Europe, a Mediterranean diet has a very good reputation of it being very healthy. It is, I find it to be very salty though, and somewhat kind of oily um, for those exact reasons. Um, but nonetheless, I really, I really do like Mediterranean. Mediterranean food is very, is very good. Um if you can cook it, which I, I can't. So I only get it when, when I eat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my other resolution is um, I, want, I want to improve my, my guitar skills because I started guitar on my birthday and I haven't really got any better. 
So I really have to work on that. So I want I want to be I want to be decent uh, by the end of this year. Like campfire decent, where like you play like maybe like a like a camp song, you know, around a fire, you know mm-hmm. that 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 level of like guitar skills. And that that's my goal. And if I can reach that by the end of the year, I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah, I think that's a good goal to have, and it's something you can kind of work on in your off time and take your mind off of um you know real world stuff and i think that's an important i think it's important to have goals like that like you know you can sit down and say oh i want to learn all these programming languages i want to learn to speak this language i want to do this 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 and those are all really stressful things like real world things and they're worth pursuing but i think it's also important to have just like i don't want to say pointless but like fun goals like this is just to do it because I'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'll enrich myself. Yeah, like I am doing programming languages. Like I've been working on how to program uh, apps for like iPhone. So like I have been doing that. <laughs> that was my that was my New Year's resolution last year, <laughs> and I and I stopped after like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get very far. And unfortunately, I've kind of fallen off the bandwagon this year too. But just because of work, so I have to practice again maybe tomorrow or today just so I can get back on. But yeah, programming is fun. But but yeah, definitely like with music, I don't I don't I don't know about you, but I don't do it just to like get good. I do it for like the hell of it, just you know, just cuz it's fun. And I feel like singing and music or I guess they go hand in hand are like one of the few things that you can do terribly and still have fun with it. It it, it might be a bit cringe. I'll admit that. But it's still fun. That's okay. Yeah, That's okay. yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to, like, book out, like, like, I'm not trying to, like, sell out concerts. I'm just, I just want to have fun. So I think that's, like, one of the few things you can do, be bad at it, and still have fun. Um, I guess that's true for languages. Like, even if you speak a language poorly, it's still fun. Like, I speak Japanese to an okay level. Um, nothing, too, nothing too impressive in my, in my book. But I talk to my friends in Japanese, and it's super fun. Um, and we understand each other. But yeah, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what else I'm kind of shooting for this year, because like I'm trying to advance myself at work. But at this point, that's more of a waiting game than anything. Well, uh, I, I mean, last year you really tried to buy your graphics card for, for your no. computer. So maybe that could be your news resolutions to finally get one. <laughs> maybe there was actually some um, announcements a couple days ago uh, that. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but a major uh, computer chip manufacturer has plans for opening up uh, new factories. And they're Mm -hmm. actually planning on reducing a lot of the strain on the market by the second half of the year. NVIDIA? I don't know how. uh, I don't I don't know if it was specifically owned by NVIDIA, but like a major chip manufacturer. And uh, I don't know how realistic it is to have it have some relief that soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it would certainly be nice. It would certainly be nice. I was, I keep saying I'm going to do this and then I forget. But I was planning on just going to Best Buy every day after work and just hoping I get lucky and snag one. I'm still surprised they're even around though. Best Buy. I, I thought that they went out of business a long time ago, but no, still... maybe you're thinking of Circuit City. Yeah. I mean, that too. I miss Circuit City. I went, uh, wait, no, not, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Radio Shack. That's what I'm thinking of. Radio oh show. yeah I, I had still seen them around till recently there's a, a little strip mall near where i live and i was 
stopping by the other day to get a Subway sandwich. And I noticed the place next to it that was a Radio Shack up until like somewhat recently is like an electric bike shop now. An electric bike shop. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to buy one of those, but they're they're mad expensive. Um, Yeah, when I bought my actual bike a few months ago uh, at a different place, they had some electric bikes and they were like, yeah, $5,000. I'm like, I don't even know what this does. Like, (laughs) does the electricity propel it? Does it, is it just like, I don't even know what it does to warrant it being that expensive. Uh, Do you still not know? I still do not know. Oh, so like with e-bikes, they're super practical. Like, so like, I think everyone knows how like a regular bike works, you know, you pedal and you basically transfer your energy to the chain and it moves the bike forward and it's all manual labor. So if you go up a hill, you have to pedal harder. And if you go down a hill, you have to pedal less, basically. And if you're on a straight plane, then you pedal normally. Whereas with like an e-bike, it has a motor that helps you uh, like go through difficult parts. So if you're going up a hill, for example, then it'll like help power the bike. So maybe you you don't have to pedal 100%, just 20%. So it's a lot easier to go up a hill and go down a hill. And so you'll have like different capacities for the batteries depending on like what model you buy. So I don't know. So the battery might be good for a couple hours or it might be good for like a day depending on how good the bike is. My mom has one of them and they're super good because you can you can go it's it's like a cheap version of a motorcycle basically. It's like to put it bluntly, whereas like a motorcycle you don't pedal at all. It takes up like 100% of the work. But with like an uh, like an electrical bike, you can kind of determine if you want to do like 100% or like zero. And that's really, really cool if you want to do like off um, off terrain or if you want to like go up hills and stuff like that. So, yeah. But whether or not it's worth $5,000, I think is a personal decision. <laughs> um, yeah, I-, <laughs> I think you'd have to like, I don't know, for me, you'd have to live in a place where you have to get around by bike and you have like the hills of San Francisco to deal with. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice to go to San Francisco. Yeah. So that's, that's basically what, it, what an e-bike is for those who don't know, but now you know. And I'm glad I know now. I, see, for me, battle. I don't 